0: please be advised that little miss recap contains adult language oh my god i got so scared i thought she was gonna propose to him i
1: thought she was gonna blow him <laughs> oh. <laughs> in the park Welcome to Little Miss Recap. My name is Amy, and I'm your host, and I'm here with my bestie, Steph, who I realized I should start calling you Gravy, and you should call me Meatball, because those are our Facebook names. Wait, what's yours? Isn't it Meatball?
0: I don't know. No, it's French fry. French fry. It is fr- it, it is French fry. It's yes. French fry, and your it's gravy. That's right. Yeah. My anyway. favorite
1: food. Anyway, hi, Steph. Hi. Um, what's up? This is the podcast where we overanalyze shit and we talk about our feelings and I yell at Stephanie when she makes any kind of noise and she looks terrified to move now. <laughs> I am terrified to move. <laughs> um, full disclosure, my voice is not the best, so we're going to try to get through episodes three and four today. The, the voice was not great because it's allergy season and all of that shit, right? But then I made the horrifying mistake of stumbling onto the Indigo Girls on the way home.
0: Oh dear God!
1: I was singing "Ghost," which is my favorite, so loud, like I thought the windows were gonna burst. And you know how great I sing.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that time I took the girls for for manicures? Mm-hmm. And we were—I'll never forget—we were driving. Let's Your be daughters. clear: my daughters. Yes. Sorry. The girls or the boys? That's what they are. I'm sorry. So I will remember I picked them up and I was taking them for manicures. It was when you guys moved into the home, yeah. your yeah. home, the new house. And uh, we were right in front of the mall. And one of the girls started singing like horrifically. And she was like, like, my Samantha. mom sings like a dying cat. Mm-hmm, <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. She does. Mm-hmm. but This was like a long time ago. They were really small. It was just funny. and But I actually think of that every time I drive by the mall. Mm -hmm. And I get to that light. I literally think of that conversation every single time because it was hilarious. Let
1: me tell you the shade that was thrown my way tonight. So I was driving my daughter to her boyfriend's house. And Mm -hmm. um, I, I was telling her like, I'm trying to save my voice. I'm podcasting with stuff tonight. I got to save my voice. And, and the Indigo girls come on and I'm like, Oh, but this is hard to resist. And she literally says to me, here, I'll help you. And she shuts it off, the radio, right? And then she goes, I'll be out of the car in two minutes. You could sing on the way home. I'm like, oh, Whoa. so this isn't about preserving my
0: voice. This is about preserving your ears. <laughs> She's like, kind of. <laughs> I mean, do you, actually, the funny part of that is Patrick is also a horrible singer. Mm-hmm. Your husband, who's my twin. Who's your twin? Mm-hmm. And... I there are certain songs that he knows he's not even allowed to sing when they come on the radio. Midnight Oil being one of them. Mm, okay, I could see that. He's literally the worst singer. He, so, I, I mean, he's I don't know, you are too though. I don't know. So, I'm but thinking, you're both really bad.
1: I'm thinking Patrick and I need to karaoke together.
0: Oh my god, 100%. 100%. It'd be actually kind of funny. <laughs> All right. Like so, the night you did the the Little House on the Prairie crap that night we went to see Oh, to see John. John, Yeah. 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 All right.
1: Sorry. Um, Carry on. Listen to me. We need to talk about this show. I'm
0: moving. moving.
1: Don't move. Don't you move. (laughs) There's a wire. Um, How are you feeling about this show after seeing episodes three and four?
0: A lot differently than I did after seeing episodes one and two.
1: Do you feel like you're – opinion of it has gone down a little bit or stayed the same or up
0: I think it it definitely went up mm-hmm. but it went up for me because I think in I think it was episode 4 um Catherine Han that's her name right yeah
1: and she reminds me of you I know <laughs> physically
0: I know. She makes the space.
1: Wait, I'm going to make it, which is great podcasting fodder. She goes like this, which you do all the time. Yeah, like when you raise your
0: one out yeah. of your mouth, like, uh-huh. she does that all the time. <laughs> I know. I'm telling you, she everything she does reminds me of something that I would do. Yeah. yeah. I said that last week. Yeah. Anyway. But she, she puts on like a really amazing performance in these episodes, though. She so does. So that really drove it up for me. Mm-hmm. I was traumatized a lot, though, mm-hmm. in these two episodes.
1: Here's my Didn't thing about that this show. I, I love it. I feel in many ways this is, like, my perfect show. It's so writerly. Mm-hmm. It's so, like, about the world of writing and about the world of mothering, and it hits all those boxes, but I can't see it having a very wide appeal. Does that make sense? No. Like, I don't... Like I think it's so bogged down in the literary world that I don't know if like your average Joe is gonna take to it. I mean, I'm an average Joe, but you're not. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, yeah. Let's talk. Let's let's go through it and then maybe we'll all right. talk about. It. Okay, so
0: episode three. I is didn't. Called- I just didn't pick that up at all. I feel so we're like, like we're way off on that.
1: So episode three, Tiny Beautiful Things, episode three, The Ghost Ship. So we open on Claire talking with an editor or a professor. I could not decide who this was. I couldn't either.
0: I actually did think it was a professor at first. I think so too. Mm-hmm.
1: And I think he probably, just knowing the the setup here, he probably runs the school's literary magazine or um, – it's it's a situation like the Rumpus or like Pank where they're associated with the college. So it's like a right. big literary magazine. Mm-hmm. So in the essay, Claire is having sex. She's young at this point and she's having sex, but she's also feeling like, and this is what I'm talking about, how it gets so right early. Like she's talking about the primal force of grief after her mother's death and So there's, like, footage of her having sex, but she's also, like, sobbing, and she's trying to explain to him, like, I'm taking these two things that don't seem related, but they still touch the primal force inside of us, and blah, blah, blah. And this douchebag Mm. is just trying to, like, reduce it Mm -hmm. to, Mm -hmm. oh, I feel like I was fucking. Like, I feel like it. Oh, wait, I'm going in my Cody Brown voice. (laughs) (laughs) Janelle, Robin, I feel like I was fucking. (laughs) like a knife in the kidney (laughs) so like he's just being total douchebag and he wants to even change the title which is the love of my life and make it something sexier and she wastes her time trying to explain it to him and he just doesn't get it
0: he says to her lose the sad lose the sad fuck you dude Truly, fuck you he was such an asshole This pissed me off. We
1: need to throw him on the trash pile with Sam. (laughs) Okay. Sam in the trash. So in the current time, Claire comes home. She's trying to connect with Ray about the threesome. And she asks Ray, like, are you acting out in some way? Are you worried about our little threesome? Like me, you, and dad. And mom's like, is everything okay with Carmen? And we learn that Carmen has changed her name to Montana, Montana. And Montana will not return Ray's calls. So there's that. Okay. Claire and Danny are going to an emergency session with the therapist to discuss the threesome. And we learn a little bit about Montana here as they're kind of getting ready. Her mother gathers salt. And I don't know why, but I feel like this is something you would do. (laughs) Am I right? Carry on. (laughs) Uh, Yes, yes, yes. So they gather, solved. they're rich, they have a house in Spain, and Danny's just like, you know, blah, blah, blah. I don't like them either. So meanwhile, Dear Sugar gets an email about a guy who can't decide if he wants kids or not. And as she contemplates what to write to him, we see young Claire run into young Danny. And they talk, young Danny's hot. Hot. (laughs) And I could say that because he's like 20. It's safe. Yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's not for me, though. Yeah. Ooh. So they talk about his band his promising local band, which, of course, is on the verge of being signed. <laughs> and she tells him about her essay that might get published. And, like, we see that they have this artist connection. Like, mm-hmm. at one point, he even says, like, we create things. That's what we do. Yeah. And we don't see that in present day yet at all. No. So they hook up, and then he tells her he wrote a song about her, and she wants to hear it when it's finished. Okay. Okay. Now, I did not – I don't know what the timeline here is, but I did not get the sense that these two people were together since they were teenagers. Did you? No, I didn't either. Mm -mm. I was
0: actually a little confused by that.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: Um, I mean, didn't last long, but
1: yeah, weird. Mm -hmm. I'm also, like, struggling with the timeline in Yellow Jackets. Yellow Jacket, that annoys me. There's a timeline problem in season one, which we'll talk about mm-hmm. at some point. Mm-hmm. So at the therapist, Claire is still picking up on some weird energy between Danny and the therapist. Did you
0: did you notice the therapist in her blue heels on the table? Well, no. She and had her what? heels up on the table? She had her heels up on the table. She mm. had like pointy-toed, like sexy blue suede heels. And mm-hmm. she had her feet like they were and her feet were crossed like on the table. That's the first thing I saw. I was so pissed off. When I wanna, That's when, so inappropriate.
1: When I want to feel sexy, I put on a nice flip-flop. <laughs> <laughs> I put on my Birkin stuff. Guys, I'm not lying. Like no, you she's not lying. When have I ever worn a heel?
0: Have you ever never, seen it? Never. No. I've never seen it.
1: So Claire tells the therapist what she saw about the threesome. And the therapist says most embedded messages come from within the home. She says to Claire, now this is, guys, you know I work with therapists. I work with hundreds of therapists. This is against every code, every, vi- like my therapist would have a stroke seeing mm-hmm. this scene. Um, yes. The therapist says, I read your stuff. I looked you up right after we met. Um, What? I saw that. Mm-hmm. Caught that. Mm-hmm. You're a very powerful writer, but do you think there's a chance she read your Poor essay. Slut. And Claire's like, you mean slut? Slut, yeah. And she's flabbergasted. And she reminds them that Danny writes explicit music too. (laughs) She misquotes a song of his. And he pouts all the way home. The writers are doing therapy a disservice here.
0: They really are. Especially like... So something needs to shake out with this therapist. Like we're either going somewhere with this or we need to knock this off. Because I don't... It's, you're right. It's ruining therapy. Why are you making this seem like it's
1: okay for a therapist to behave this way? No.
0: Mm-mm. Guys, Orna tip, would be all over this.
1: Pro tip, no. if your therapist starts any sentence with, I looked you up online,
0: just <laughs> get up and walk out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Could you imagine what my therapist do would find? Do you think
0: they, they must though, right? I'm I mean. am sure they do, but they don't, they, they don't, don't say it.
1: it. Yeah. Oh Jesus! Okay, Jesus. so now, now we see back in the past the Claire the scene where Claire finds out she's pregnant.
0: Mm-hmm. Not
1: thrilled. She tells Danny. Danny says, "I thought you were on the pill." And they have this argument in the park. And he's like, "I love you, but I also can't be a piece of shit dad. My family would disown oh, me." This hit home for me. This hit home for me because you know I was in this exact position. I know you were. I had I found out I was pregnant and. Timmy was fine, like he was terrified, but he was fine. But I felt as the woman that I was somehow mm. trapping him. Don't mm. you remember me struggling with that for a long time? Mm-hmm. I felt like Timmy wants to be free. He wants to travel. And and even though it took two people to do this, <laughs>
0: like the woman takes it on herself. Yeah, 100%. I really That's felt always the case. mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I could see that. and It's funny, like, to see, like, you could tell from those earlier flashbacks that they were also, like, really in love. But we don't know why they broke up either.
1: We don't know why they broke up. But they mm-hmm. were really in love. You're yeah. right. Yeah. So, at one point, he's talking about how he wants to go tour South America because he's, like, his promising local band is opening for somebody. <laughs> Sorry, I just can't. <sighs> if you've dated a guy in a Promising Local band, guys, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and sure, do- Amy sure does, too. And so she said, like, she wanted to travel and go to all these corners of the earth and, you know, go to Iceland and blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. so she tells, she gets down on her hands and knees in front of. Oh, my God, I got so
0: scared. I thought she was going to propose to him. I thought she was going to blow him. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Frog daylight amongst the hikers. (laughs) Don't let
1: me near a television (laughs) script. Holy crap. She gets down on her knees and she basically says to him, like, look, you go do what you're going to do. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And like, you get the sense, I guess, that she wasn't going to keep the baby because she's like, let's just go live our lives.
0: Oh, see, I thought she was going to keep the baby and not tell him. And just let him off the hook. Mm -hmm. Mm. That's what I thought. Now,
1: present day Claire heads over to Montana's and gets in a fight with her. Okay,
0: wait a minute before we go. <laughs> all right, you do know everything about this scene is 1 billion percent me. I know everything I know. about it, the way she, the, the dirty things that she says to mm-hmm, this child
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> in Even- a fit
0: of rage.
1: The best part was what does she say who do you think you are Brad Pitt and a river runs through it and everybody just wants to fuck you. <laughs> that was hilarious. So Montana basically tells Claire like I'm the one who told Ray to change her name and oh, she's in she's love obsessed with me. With me. Mm-hmm. She's a this girl. Mm. Mm. At one point Claire says this is great. I'm 49 years old and I know how to have a threesome, not this pussy ass shit. <laughs>
0: That's what I mean. That is so something that I would say and like immediately regret as soon as I said it, but mm-hmm. I would still have said it. Oh yeah,
1: this would this is you a hundred percent. Whereas I'm sitting home writing a strongly worded letter.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I'm just off the rails. But the other thing about this that I immediately said like oh my god this has me written all over it was the gasping for air up like walking up (laughs) all of those stairs and the hair and the sweat and just being covered in hair and sweat i'm like i this is me yeah not that i'm hairy but i have long hair like i'm just saying like that's it's hilarious i was dying this is all of us as we coast towards menopause (laughs) this is all of us (laughs) but i i felt really seen in this one it was so funny so then her little hilarious. brother's
1: making a TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, Tell your brother to
0: take that the off. Chi- all the that apps, child. To take it off all take the apps. Take it off all the apps. <laughs> that child is recording. <laughs> so and now so she goes
1: she goes home and Danny and Ray are um, like, nah. so now young Claire and Lucas, who's way overly involved. Mm -hmm. In Claire's life, can we agree, creepy brother? This was,
0: yeah, it was it was really creepy. Mm -hmm. He's only because he's way too involved, and I got the sense from the first episode that they weren't all that close, right? That he's very needy. He's needy, yes. Mm -hmm. And I I don't know Mm -hmm. somewhere that dynamic shifted. I don't understand. Yeah, big time. We don't know yet.
1: So they're getting ready for they're getting the house ready for the baby when she goes into labor. Okay, so now we have. Now we have the Dear Sugar response. Now this ghost ship letter is also one of Dear Sugar's most popular. We had the first Mm -hmm. most popular last episode.
0: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices
1: the idea, the concept of there being a sistership for your mm-hmm. alternative life,
0: mm-hmm. is
1: actually from a philosopher or a writer that she quotes in the letter. Mm. So it doesn't okay. come from sugar, but whatever. Okay. So you know me; I have to like, I can't. Yeah, I didn't know that. To get that right.
0: Of course so, you did.
1: There is Good so thing you're now, doing this, and not me.
0: <laughs> So I'm just dear, here to make
1: the noise. Well, no, I'm like, oh my god, is she that fucking brilliant? And I know like, Wait, that was pretty I need to correct her. Okay. So the deer Sugar response is: there's an alternate, alternative version of your life, a sistership where a phantom version of you lives a phantom version of your life. Which one would you like to be? And we see that she's decided to keep the baby, and then we see her taking the grief parts out of the essay. That was so sad. That was so but sad. But she
0: literally lost the sad. She had to. He she made her. That mm-hmm. bastard guy. Yep. Was he the editor, right? We think so. We don't even know. Screw that guy. He's in the trash.
1: If he's a professor, he's a 100% banging a student or trying to.
0: Yes, and has yeah. multiple times. <laughs> Others. <laughs> He's been um, doing it his whole career.
1: We are not. His wife has free. no idea. Little Miss Recap
0: is not a judgment free zone. Little Miss Recap is a judgment zone. <laughs> if you have nothing nice to say, come and sit next to me. Bring it here.
1: <laughs> These are, this is why I want to do, to cover scripted shows. These are fictional characters. We could say whatever the fuck we want about 100%. them. 100%. Yeah. You're right. Um, That actor all- did not screw a student, but his character
0: sure did. His character sure okay.
1: did. Lots of them. So. She asked then, who would you have been if you didn't become a mother? Who would you have met? What would you have seen? Now this really hit me.
0: I know. I thought of you.
1: Because as you know, I struggled with infertility. Mm-hmm. And you do think like you do see that version of your life where you're not gonna be a mother. And for some people, that's fine. Like a lot of people, my sister don't want kids. Mm-hmm. Done. Yeah, my good friend Jen, same thing. Sure, but like yeah. I always did. That was same. always a big thing for me. Me too. So the idea that I was going to have to imagine a life without that
0: mm-hmm. was
1: so painful to me. I know, I remember. So like I'm watching this part and I'm just sobbing. Sobbing, oh. sobbing. So she says the clarity that she longed for came when she held her child's body against her own. And then we see Claire and Lucas – again way too involved and creepy name the baby Frankie after her mom and then Danny walks in and he says you told me to live my life this is it And he drops his little bag current day Claire is trying to connect with Ray through texts and sleeping outside her door and then we see Danny kind of we see Danny kind of showing her support yeah he was
0: actually being like soft with her Yes. Which we hadn't seen, I don't think. It was surprising for me, I think. Yeah, I I agree. Um, I guess I because think- I expected him to be more pissed at her.
1: Yeah, we do see he is softening towards her. Yeah, but um, I was really
0: surprised that he wasn't pissed. Because Patrick would have been pretty pissed at me. <laughs> well, and I think that's their dynamic. That's right. their dynamic. Like, right. I feel like
1: she feels judged by him. Mm-hmm. Which we see next episode, big time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> then she says something like, "I don't have to get up in the morning." He says, "Why don't we go for a hike tomorrow?" This was a yeah. big theme in Shrinking too. They always hiked on that one path.
0: Yeah, is this oh, life
1: right. in California that they just hike on that fucking path?
0: I think and it why is. Can I live there. I think it is. So. <sighs> No, because okay, what's the podcast I listen to? Pants, um, with mm-hmm. Leisha Haley and Kate Meneg mm-hmm. from the L Word, and Leisha's always has talked several times about the hike, the trail that they hike on together. Here's but I, I do imagine. think it's like a thing. It's Here's not what hair. I imagine
1: life in California is like: you wake up, there's birds singing outside your window. They're harmless birds; yeah. they don't want to hurt you.
0: And there's whales. And There's whales in jumping the and
1: breaching in the distance.
0: In the distance,
1: you wake up, you've you're 10 pounds lighter, you don't know what happened, mm. but it's there. Mm. You feel great, you walk downstairs, you go out, you garden for a while, you take eggs from your chickens and make breakfast. I could get down with this, chomp on your granola,
0: mm-hmm. walk Roll down on to your the
1: patchouli. Beach. <laughs> no, no, there's no patchouli in my version. Well, we're Talking about mine too. Okay.
0: okay.
1: Walk down to the beach, stare at the whales, watching them mm. do their thing, mm-hmm. right? And then I don't know, maybe have a nice frozen coffee because it's warm out. Mm. Then you go on this hike. Then you come home, and that's it.
0: That's life in California. I feel real bad for the person that drinks a frozen coffee and then goes on a hike because <laughs> that person better ha- find like a porta potty on that trip. <laughs> Because that sounds like a fucking nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) You lost me at the frozen coffee. I was like, oh my god, no. The cramping. No. (laughs) Okay.
1: (sighs) Everybody in California right now is like, you fucking assholes. We work harder than anybody. (laughs) Those bitches. (laughs) they probably think like life in pennsylvania you're just like hunting and fishing
0: and that's it okay so where am i i don't even know oh the slut story she removed the sad she took out the sad no, from the we're slut past story. Dad. he asked her to go for a hike that was it oh the hike okay so then it kind of
1: ends with you know the idea that there are two different versions of your life and sugar says I will never know the life I didn't choose and neither will you. That sister life was important and beautiful and not ours, not Mm -hmm. ours. It was the ghost ship that didn't carry us. And there is nothing to do, but salute her from shore. And it
0: ends with the Brandy Carlisle cover. Um, thanks for stealing my, I waited all the last 20 minutes to talk about Brandy Carlisle. Okay, go (laughs) ahead. (laughs) I'm just teasing. (laughs) And it ended with Brandy (laughs) Carlisle. I love Brandy Carlisle. Um, Same girl. Same. So, what do you think about actually? Really love her. Oh, more than your whatever. Well, so my my no. So those are different loves. We might need to talk about my the different types of loves. So my love for Merritt Weaver is that I want her to be my best friend. If you ever die, she is the only person in the world that can ever take your place because I love her. Okay, but I just want her to be like I want to be her best friend. Okay. Like, I want her to comfort me when I'm sad because she has that voice that okay. is so soothing. Oh, you don't and want me to come at you with this voice? <laughs> no. <laughs> or the singing. <laughs> I imagine her singing voice is like slightly better than yours. It's better. Anyway, I mean, you know. So there's that kind of love. Mm-hmm. But my love for Brandi Carlisle is a little bit different. Like, I might be in love with her life. You know who my crush is? Hmm. I'm Jay Diaz. Oh my god, no, stop I'm it. Kid, I'm just kidding.
1: Guys, if you have not watched Sex in the City, the new one. Oh. Jane Diaz, like I know what they're trying to do. They're trying
0: to I know too. But
1: it's to wrong. They're trying to normalize a non-binary person in this group, which is non-binary, great. right? Fantastic. Did you have to pick the most annoying person on Earth? On the planet?
0: <laughs> the most annoying person on the planet.
1: Oh my god. There are you know, millions and millions of non-binary people out there who are amazing.
0: Just pick Truly. somebody
1: else. Pick somebody Anyone up. else.
0: Anyone this, else. This, that is literally the worst character in television history, I great. feel like.
1: Like, I've seen that actor, oh, in me other, too. actor in other things, and they're great.
0: So they were really good you know, okay on Grey's Anatomy.
1: I didn't watch Grey's Anatomy for Academy. a long
0: time. I did. I mean, I didn't see it through. I gave it up at yeah. like the last couple of years, I didn't see, but they were on that for a while.
1: And um, and I'm sure they're
0: a fine actress, but Che Diaz as a character is, is very the annoying. worst. It's very annoying. <laughs> second, it's a te- it's terrible.
1: Maybe. I don't even think
0: the acting is good
1: though. Maybe Miranda's a close second. I know, and that breaks my heart. Yeah, I know. I know. Because I. Like, who do you think I am? You don't think I'm a Carrie, right?
0: You are a. No, I think you're more of. I'm a mix between a, a Charlotte and a Carrie. A Charlotte, yeah. hmm. Because you, you know this you, about me. So I'm here's too the traditional. Right. So here's the thing with you. Which is weird. You're a Carrie on the outside. Mm. But on the inside, you're really a Charlotte. I don't know about that because
1: think about Carrie. What does Carrie want? Love. Right. Like, she's (laughs) not as progressive as she thinks she is.
0: No, 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 no. I don't mean that. I just mean you're a huge prude, even though you don't think that you are. You're a huge prude. So, inside, you're more a Charlotte. You like the (laughs) traditional cookie cutter life and all the things, the life things in order. Mm -hmm. And, you know, minus the picket white, you know, the white picket fence or whatever, mm-hmm. but you're very much a Charlotte. It's you Kenny, always were. If we had a picket fence around this house, it'd have to be black. <laughs> <laughs> and on fire. <laughs> Just teasing. No, um, but
1: I think I well, think you, at one I point think, maybe I don't think Carrie is super progressive. I think oh, she no, no, do I don't not either. Traditional. Yes. Totally. But you're right. I but always I thought I was a combination. You always thought
0: you were because of the writer connection. And I think, you know, with, yeah. but I'm telling you, you you're, you're a Charlotte. <laughs> not to get too
1: into my sex life, but. Oh, I I mean, I've been way into it. But I'm like not prude-ish in my relationships, if no, that makes sense. No, I
0: know that. Right. Yes. Yes.
1: But you're right. Like, I, I like, I'm very traditional. And despite what Timmy thinks, he is too. And we just have this very traditional side of ourselves.
0: So, what do they say? You're a rose on the streets and a blanch in the sheets. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's That's exactly what you are. Mm
1: -hmm. And you're a Dorothy, street and through
0: (laughs) a (laughs) Dorothy (laughs) and a Miranda. Dorothy could get a little freaky. Let's face it. Yeah, but just you know, an utter bitch that no one really wants anything to do with. (laughs) You know. I love it. I love um, my Dorothy.
1: On that note, please subscribe and share our show. And guess what? I made an email account. So if you want to let us know, Ooh. if you're liking the show, just um, <laughs> email us at littlemissrecap at gmail.com or whatever this podcast is called. <laughs> and if you like us even a little bit, leave a five-star rating. It helps. A little
0: bit goes a long way. All
1: right, guys. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you soon. Bye! Bye.